Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, Allison Rounds and Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. We're one round into the 2022 NFL Draft, and we're here to give you our instant reactions. We're just getting right into it tonight. Uh, but first, let me tell you about Athletic Greens. One scoop and a cup of water every day, 75 vitamins, and off you go. And don't forget about ColorCast. Go download the app in the iOS App Store. Okay, more importantly, the NFL Draft. The first round is wrapped. We're live from Vegas right now. AJ's blackout drunk mm-hmm. in celebration mm-hmm. of the Charles Cross pick. I'm, I'm taking any and every drug I can to handle what the Pittsburgh Steelers have done to me. Um, well, I, I think the overarching takeaway for me was the trades, especially because we didn't have any trade action. In the top for, 10. Yeah, until pick 11. Yeah, it was so and quiet. And then just like, holy fuck, my head's still spinning from the trades. Two, two, at least, okay, one Pro Bowl receiver and one big game receiver get moved in Hollywood Brown, A.J. Brown. Um Lots of we just have a run on wide receivers in the draft that kind yeah. of made it seem as if certain teams were kind of left grasping at air. And, yeah, there's what go, six receivers taken between eleven or sorry eight and eighteen, and then you get the two trades that happened in there too. And and it's it felt as if like teams like the Packers and the Chiefs, mm-hmm. who would have been potential likely landing spots for receivers. Kind of just opted to go BPA, which yep. hey, nothing, nothing wrong with that. The, the Chiefs, the Chiefs killed it. Like they smoked yeah. it with Trey McDuffie and George Kaloftis. Like that's that's an absolute great haul right there. I love the McDuffie pick. I love the uh, the Karloftis pick for value there too. I, I think it was really fun seeing multiple teams have first round picks and seeing how they would stack it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like we knew going in, like it was going to be the Texans, the Jets, the Giants, but then oh, and the Chiefs. Uh, in the Packers, but then then other teams like the the, uh, the Eagles move, moving up, the Lions moving up, like teams not just sticking and picking, even though they have two picks, the Saints yeah. moving up. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty fun, uh, and the yeah the Jags moving back in, um, the Ravens with Hollywood, yeah, yeah, just so much happened, and and it almost felt like. Although we didn't know the number one pick, well, unless you have Sham's notifications turned on and that asshole decided to tip the pick like 15 minutes before the draft hey, started. Hey, Rap Sheet, well, can you confirm this, buddy? Ha <laughs> ha Shut up, Shams. I'm, I unfollowed him, by the way, just on principle. Trevon, Trevon Walker not being there, and like that just felt anticlimactic when they took him. Yeah, it did. Like, it just kind of happened. Yeah, it did. And, and I mean, some of us predicted the first three picks correctly and, and made a chunk of change off it. Yeah, and, it and it and it really saved their asses for how much money they had put on Desmond Ritter getting drafted tonight. Thibodeau um, was like the first <laughs> Thibodeau was really the first like like oh wow that's interesting. Yeah. So, so let's yeah. let's go through through it. And my, my my first holy shit moment was oh Kayvon Thibodeau isn't falling. Yeah, I mean I I love it. That's so smart. The Giants the Giants killed it. Uh, I think New York killed it uh, in general, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think too many people had that matchup, but like, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you you get arguably the best pure pass rusher in the class, ridiculous first step, natural bend, um, big need instant, obviously for the Giants, instant pass rush for for that team, and I think a lot of people thought. Um, that they would have gone tackle there, mm-hmm. but then they they come back at seven and they still get arguably the best player in the draft in Evan yeah. Neal. I I still think it would have made more sense to go tackle there, but then I guess you, you got the rumblings of the Panthers wanting to trade down. Uh, maybe the Seahawks were looking to trade up to six. You know, if for Thibodeau, who knows well, who or, it was? Or, or, yeah, yeah, and, and then if if they've got Thibodeau above both tackles on their board and they have got both tackles neck fairly neck. even, exactly. Then 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 you go pass rusher. It yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, that way, um, 
and yeah, I mean, it's just the fact that they came away with two of the two two guys at premier positions, two guys that were both top five on my board. Yeah, me too. Uh, Evan Neal plugs in at right tackle, cornerstone player. Kayvon Thibodeau obviously is now like the leader of, of your defense potentially. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I think the combo of Sauce and Kayvon Thibodeau going back to back to New York. Yeah. Those personalities in those markets is gonna be really fun. It feels like like the first time that New York's both had like two big time personality, you know, young defenders together, right? It's gonna be really cool, I think. Um two other holy shit moments I think was obviously the the Titans trading AJ Brown to the Eagles, which happened just like so bizarrely. It really and, did. And, like the broadcast, like didn't talk about it for like five minutes, yeah. and like it was just like rap tweeting it, and obviously he's instantly signing four for a hundred, and, and, and the Titans take the AJ Brown of the class and trail on Burks with that eighteenth pick, just opting for a younger, cheaper option. I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, lo- low key, I kind of think that's the dumbest trade. I kind of think it's the dumbest trade. Like when when you know you're giving up that pick for AJ Brown, uh, and then giving him a hundred million dollars when like. The Eagles are not a wide receiver away. I know they made the playoffs this year. I I don't I don't know. I don't love it. I don't I don't I don't, I don't love it for either team. No, I was about to say that. I think it's kind of bad for both sides. But like getting Traylon Burks for twenty two million or so less a year is kind of sick. And I love Traylon Burks. Like and he literally kind of is AJ Brown. I, yeah, I don't love it for either side. If I'm being completely honest, that's why I, I put it my dumbest trade. I, but that being said, I don't think there's a lot of like really stupid trades. I was going to say, on a night where most of the trades you could wrap your head around. Yeah, no one gave up a first next year, which is usually the key sign, what an idiot. But I think we everyone knew that next year's class is better, but I mean, we say that every year. But it is, um, <laughs> at least at the quarterback position. Um, everyone seemed like they weren't paying a lot to move up. It was no. like, like you know, they, they throw like a fourth or something in, and then like a, a slide from a two, but getting a three back or something like that. You know what I mean? It was a lot of that. And uh, nothing, nothing too brutal. I mean, the Vikings made the biggest slide back, but even, even then, it was fine. And, and it seemed with, I guess, at twenty three, the Cardinals were considering a receiver, and when they knew they weren't going to yeah. get one, they they shipped twenty three to Baltimore for Hollywood Brown. How do you feel about and that? It, it seems so weird. Like I get like Kyler Hollywood, they play together, it's Oklahoma, fun. all that, but like. For a team that desperately, I think, needed to go offensive line, they it just seems strange to me. I don't think the Cardinals know how to build a team. Because, like, they have Hopkins, who's a number one. They drafted Rondell last year, yeah. who looks looks like he could potentially be at least a fun role player. And they didn't get him fully figured out like they should have either. I'll throw that in there. A.J. Green can be a placeholder. Um, they just and, throw and like, picks I, at receivers. I think, I think it's a fun fit, but like I don't think this makes them. Like, I don't know. I, I think if there's so many bigger issues than the wide receiver position right now. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously, like I, I kind of think they were targeting either big stinky Trevor Penning or Zion Johnson, and both were gone. Yeah. If they had gone on the line there. Um, and like, I think Tyler Smith was a bit of a reach. Yeah. That's one of the biggest reaches. They, they, they have Rodney Hudson. So they're not going Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It just seems strange. It just kind of seems like they just do stuff. It's like the Cardinals MO. They just do stuff. Yeah. I hope it, something works. Yeah, no, for Um, real. And especially it's receiver position. Like you said, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it is fun, and I like the fit, and I think it'll probably work pretty well. But was it worth that? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. Lamar's apparently not happy. He tweeted what the f, but Baltimore have had one of the best drafts of, of, of yeah, the night. We can roll this right in. I, I think what Baltimore. Well, I think that might have been the smartest trade when you when you tie it all together. Um. Uh, moving from uh, giving up Hollywood for twenty three, and then moving back to twenty five, and then getting Tyler like Linderbaum, who I think is a top ten player in this draft. Yeah, it was like a two-part trade. And then you, you just, a little sweeter on top, they got Kyle Hamilton at 14, which I don't think was a fit many saw coming, but holy fuck, is that awesome. Like, it's just Ravens doing Ravens, man. Yeah, and it felt like when the Eagles jumped them, because, yeah, Jordan Davis to the Ravens being a lot of sense. Yeah. The Eagles yeah. jumped them, they take Jordan Davis. They didn't take very long to turn in the pick. Nope. And it felt like 
maybe the debate was between those two. These are the two best players left in the draft. Um, both are at val- less valuable positions, but they're high-impact players. We're Baltimore. All we do is get the absolute most value out of guys. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just ridiculous. Like Baltimore's got the history of just star defenders, and we're so worried about Hamilton. Hamilton landing in a spot that's not going to use him. I don't think we got to worry about that with the Ravens, man. They got they got a plan. Yeah, and then like Linderbaum is a player where 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 is he going to fit this that and the other? Well, he goes to a team that all they want to do is run the yeah. ball. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, and I I heard this talk. Um, during the process, was a, it was about how the Eagles having Jason Kelsey, uh, who's obviously another undersized center, but mm-hmm. a ridiculous zone blocker. Um, th- their their kind of game plan for the entirety of his career has been to surround him with massive guards. Right, that's that's what the Ravens already do. Yeah, and they've got, they've got Terry Phillips and, and Ben Cleveland, two of the biggest guards in the league. So if if that's the plan, like that, it feels like something something good's like, happening. Like there. just you know, like letting them clear the clear the lane right at the top, and then Linderbaum's climbing and getting that key block on the on linebacker, and then boom, J.K. Dobbins going for thirty or forty yards. Like it's so it's so perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Another speaking of offensive line, another holy shit moment was the Patriots moving back <laughs> and then taking Cole Strange twenty nine. I love it so much. It's like it feels like such well, a perfect fit. I I thought I was higher on him. Than like most people, he's forty one on my board. Yeah, I think I, I think I have him like thirty nine or something. Yeah, thirty nine. Yeah, like like we were fairly high on him, but I thought like mid second round was when he goes. He obviously they they move on from Shaq Mason. Um, this this is a guy who can play guard or, or center. Yeah. This is a guy who 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 can kind of move around as needed. Uh. Really powerful pop in his hands. Really, really athletic. Really strong anchor. Like he feels like maybe he doesn't become a Pro Bowl guy, but just really safe and and and, and kind of their their offense is built around running the ball and play action pass and obviously yeah. a strong offensive line for that all the work and. I feel like Shane Jack Mason any landing yeah any landing spot like for him to become a Pro Bowl I think this is it like this is. If you're if you're a Cole Strange fan, I think you love this. Not only because you get to see him go in the first, but I think that's just such a perfect home for him. He screams Patriot, and I think it was funny that like you know DJ and, and Sean McVay <laughs> are freaking out at the reach of that. But I, I think he's a better player than Tyler Smith, and Tyler Smith went uh, five picks ahead of him, right? And there's no I was gonna say. there's nothing about I know I know we heard a lot more about Tyler Smith being a first round pick, obviously. So that that's just the media feel. But I, I, how how do you feel? I know we're jumping all over the place. How do you feel about the Tyler Smith pick? I think just based purely off my board, it was the second biggest reach of the night. After Kenny um, Pickett. Yeah, yep. Um, I do think it's a good spot where it's a team that, yeah. that needs an offensive lineman, obviously. So, and kind of replacing Lael Collins, you're going with another brawler mm-hmm. who's athletically gifted. Like, it makes sense. But it I, depends. I think it's a great landing spot for Tyler Smith. I, I was going to say, because. Terrence Steele showed something last year where I don't think you're feeling rushed to throw Tyler Smith mm-hmm. into the starting lineup week one. Yeah, you can bring him along slowly, teach him to use his hands, kind of fix his his kick step. Like he's got all the athletic tools, the power, everything you can want. He's built in a lab type tackle who just hasn't been like his coaching or his technique just isn't refined. And so if you can take him along slowly, like this could pay off big. I just don't I don't know if it's a pick that helps them be better this year you yeah know? and i think it's a reach and I, again like from tyler smith's perspective I, I i think it's a great home for him he's super boomer bust like he just said but like that nastiness that you know that that just big mauler is, is a great replacement for for Lael collins and if it doesn't work out a tackle you can kick him to guard i think right? I, I was gonna say i wonder if they start him off at guard maybe yeah or so like I don't, at least give him a look there early I, I yeah i do think there weren't a lot of teams that shit the bed tonight and, and I saw, I think it was Mike Golick Jr. tweeted, he's like, this is what happens when teams aren't reaching for quarterbacks. Yeah. The draft's a lot more coherent. And, and it's so true because I think, for me at least, the, the biggest reaches were t- Tyler Smith and Kenny Pickett. Um, and then after that, like, I, I might argue it's Trevon Walker, who is still the sixth player on my board. <laughs> I just... For Drake, I London. I, Drake London. 
But we uh, knew yeah, it was happening. Yeah, I feel like that lessened the I, blow. And I, it, I'm going to be and honest, I hate that pick. Con- I don't like that pick it's, at all. It's a less of a consensus reach, though, because like he was... like There are people who who know what they're talking about who yeah. really love Drake Lyman. Absolutely. They're both just lower on him. Versus like... I don't, I don't know. Like I don't think anyone thinks the Kenny pick other than Daniel Jeremiah. No one thinks the Kenny Pickett pick was good. Oh, Franco Harris loved it. Franco Harris tipped the pick. By the way, don't you saw how excited he was? It has to be Kenny Pickett. Well, you don't know that. Maybe he maybe he grew up a Cincinnati Bearcat fan. <laughs> but if I may, Andre, maybe London, maybe it's Sean Clifford. We'll get we'll, we'll get there on Kenny Pickett. Uh, I thought you were just gonna go off the top, but we'll get there. I guess. I, I don't know. For a team that needs holes all over the fucking field, all over the fucking lineup, I don't like that Drake London pick at all. Like, I thought, like, I don't know. Like, I get it's fun, the idea of, you know, having two above-the-rim receivers, in quotation marks, with with, with with Pitts in London. But, like, I don't know, man. I do think – I love Mar- – I think Mariota throws, like, a nice little high reach ball. I thought that since he came out of the draft. But, like, I think that's a – I don't think that pick that pick's gonna work out. Like he might be a fun player, and I know, like you said, a lot of people that are smarter than us uh, have him as a you know uh, should be a top ten pick and wide receiver one. But uh, the bang for the buck for a team that needs holes everywhere, I don't like that pick. My my, my argument for it playing devil's advocate mm-hmm. is, or just going receiver in general, is the quarterback who you're assumingly tanking for next year comes in has. A go-to tight end in Kyle Pitts, and, and a, uh, a top ten pick at receiver in Drake London, um, and that's it. Two though. guys with massive catch radiuses. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Smith was also able to get the most out of AJ Brown, who was a guy I was lower on coming out of the draft. True. Um, be, because of his lack of kind of running refinement and lack of overall ability to separate deep, and. I mean, it, it's worked out well me, so far. Let me throw this in, though. Uh, for a guy that isn't getting super a lot of separation, uh, that that quarterback of the future is not going to have a lot of time to throw the fucking football. Because off the line, it's a disaster. Uh, Drake London can play in the slot, too, though. Like Drake London's got the experience playing jumbo slot. He yeah. does some damage after the catch. He broke a lot of tackles this year. Again, just playing devil's advocate. Like, no, I know. I, I just don't think it's good team building. I agree also because the receiver position in general has lost value. And I think this draft is a good showcase for that too. Um, not like obviously we had the run on receivers, but more so because the top seven picks were pass rushers. It was, it was three pass rushers, two tackles, and two corners. Mm-hmm. Then a receiver, then your team did a smart thing yeah. and took a tackle. Then, then a bunch of receivers, and then, like, after that, we were kind of out of, like, the lottery picks or whatever. Um, but, I don't know, there's just been so much receiver movement lately. There's so many receivers. Like, do you, we had, how many did we end up having in the end? Six? Six, yeah. Um, I think there will be receivers drafted uh, tomorrow, or tonight, I guess. Tech, I don't understand time. Um who Sky Moore, uh, a Christian Watson, maybe it's a Jalen Tolbert. Like one of those guys who goes tomorrow is, is gonna outproduce yeah. some of these first round guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, if we can do the want to go receiver by receiver, I mean we've done London. I don't think that's a good pick. Next up, I think Garrett Wilson was a good pick for the Jets though. That was where I had him tenth overall. Yeah, I think Adam eleven, especially or twelve. Especially coming back with Jermaine Johnson, which I think was a really really smart move. And the Jets coming with Sauce. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson. Uh, that's a haul. That's a haul for Joe Douglas. Uh, I, yeah, I think I think when you look at the way they stacked it, it's they, just they're one of the beautiful. big winners of the night. I mean, of course they have three picks, so like they're gonna be, but they didn't but, reach. I mean, they got the value. F- they killed there, it. There was a rumors they would take Jermaine Johnson fourth overall. <laughs> they get him. They get him at twenty six. Yeah. And like Jermaine Johnson at twenty six, I think is pretty great value. Him at four is bad value, but I had him fourteenth or so on my yeah, board. Yeah, exactly. Jam- they got they got Wilson right where he should have went. They got Sauce right where he should have went. Uh, three big needs. Uh, Lawson coming back with Jermaine Johnson is a ton of fun. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, if, let's, let's just keep going. 11, Chris Olave trading up for him. How do you feel about that one? Um, I, I mean, just looking at in terms of pure fit, I like the fit a lot. Me too. I think one of the most efficient runners. Plus, he, he 
he isn't just a kind of a possession guy. He obviously has the, the speed to burn and stretch the field. I don't think they gave up a whole lot to do it. Yeah, I, I don't like the idea of trading up when you, like, for that team, you don't have a quarterback, but they didn't give up a whole lot. They gave it, up a, it, a third and a fourth and then 16. Help, help that they, they had that second first round pick. Yeah. So they able to address another need. Plus, when you look at it in the context of the receivers, uh, two were off the board yeah. when they made that move. They 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 two, read it really two more, well. Yeah. Two two Jameson Williams goes twelve, and then obviously the Commanders moved back to sixteen to take Dotson. Well, I I've got a lobby over Dotson, so yeah. They read it really well. I'll give them that. Also, did the Commanders just love Dotson then? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're, we'll jump. The, we'll jump the the Williams pick. I don't like that John Dotson pick like at all. I think it, it's like a like he. I really like Jahan Dotson. Yeah. But, but for sixteen, it's just so strange to me. Not even just sixteen. It's that you openly pass on Olave and Jamison Williams. Yeah. Room. Like you, it's not that they they could have. Well, you got uh, Burks over didn't... over Dotson too, right? Just throw that in there. Yeah. Exactly, um, yeah. <laughs> it's not that it's, but it's not like like I have Olave. I I had it Wilson Olave. Williams like pretty uh, Wilson ten Olave I think seventeen and Williams eighteen or something, mm-hmm. um, and I just find it strange that the the like, kind of openly like this is our guy like yeah, be, be, because I don't think you make that trade like yeah you get ninety eight and one twenty but I don't think if if you think Olave or Williams is the guy I think you stick a pick if you, you're in the first round like you know what yeah. I mean? you're going for a premier pass catcher to compliment Terry McLaurin. I also think it's a stranger compliment to Terry McLaurin too. Yeah, they're similar. Yeah. I don't um, like that. I don't I don't like that pick. And, and like I also don't love it just because like I just don't think her like even Jahan Dotson could be amazing. I really like Jahan Dotson. I had him above Drake London. He was twenty nine on my board. I don't think Carson Wentz is like Carson Wentz isn't the type of quarterback to get the most out of a skill set that mm-hmm. is that Jahan Dotson possesses. Um, yeah, exactly. And again, I mean, a, a team. I don't know. I don't think wide receiver is the biggest need. It's up there, but to to in our opinion, reach on one and like you said, pass on the other ones. I don't. I don't think that's again. I just don't think it's wise team building. Okay, going back to Jameson Williams though. Yeah. What do you think of that? Moving up from thirty two to twelve is bold. Uh, I again, I kind of in general don't think that moving up for a receiver, unless it's like your last piece, is very wise. But, but the difference is that they pull in forty six. Exactly. So they go twelve. They trade thirty two, thirty four, and sixty six. That's the thing. That's such a cheap move. That's such a cheap move. That's where I was going to go. That's and such a cheap move up from thirty two to twelve. Such an instant offense type of player in Jamison uh, Williams I like for this a, a team desperate yeah. for it. A guy who complements Amon Ross St. Brown's skill set really well. Yeah, like it. And then another team that it's kind of bring the weapons in now for your quarterback of the future next year. Yeah, for like Plus, it's funny for for Washington and, and the the Saints, it's like, mm, but for a team that has so many holes, but like I don't know, you're still like so at the ground level of building this thing. Also, I like that. You also got a really safe bet in Aiden Hutchinson at two already. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, and and because they're not a contender, they're not going to feel forced to get Jameson Williams back on the field early yeah. either. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Exactly. No, I like that. I like that move a lot, and it was, I was shocked how cheap it was to go from uh, thirty-two to twelve. We, uh, um, we, the last one here. We touched on Burks a bit with the, with the AJ Brown trade. I kind of, I, I don't know. It almost feels like trading Stephon Diggs and then drafting Justin Jefferson, right? It does. Like just um, getting a similar idea player. Uh, lots of people's comps for Traylon Burks was AJ Brown. I think mine was mine was yeah mine was i think uh aj brown playing debo on the scout team or something like that um didn't see debo move so i think like saving the money getting your receiver i love Traylon burks Traylon burks has got better hands than aj brown I, I like it i think it's a fun move i just feel weird with the whole thing it's like very the weird. eagles doing it i d- I don't know. Yeah, because it's a very much like we're a Super Bowl contender now move for the Eagles because you're basically openly saying you'd rather pay this proven commodity than develop the younger option. Which makes sense because they can't develop the younger options, right? Like at that position. That that part makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm still in like the Age of Browns overrated boat, but he's still like a super impact player, but you're paying $100 million over four years for him and now the tight ends save a good chunk of change and get in a player that I think can replace him like pretty effectively pretty soon. 
Um, yeah, because I mean, you're assuming the 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 way you use Burks is similar to the way that you're using AJ exactly. Brown. Yeah. Um. Okay. Where do you want to go now? Uh, let's let me slide back up to the top of my notes. Picks that surprised me the most. I was surprised Charles Cross to the Seahawks happening because I really <laughs> thought they'd fuck that up. I and thought I'm so 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 happy. I was so sure they f- would fuck it up, especially you know with with the way he was falling. I'm like you know we see Thibodeau. I'm like fuck that was kind of like hope he slide or they stop the slide. Stingley goes right away. I'm like fuck right. <laughs> the ones I was really hoping that it would slide and would get the and then the then the, the way it fell and like goddamn the, the Carolina and uh, the Giants are gonna take both tackles. So I'm like okay this is this is Jermaine Johnson which I'd be okay with. This is a big stinky. Uh, and then they, they shock me and take Charles Cross because like Charles Cross is a pass protection first stud and Seattle's all about running the goddamn football. And I think it's so ironic that the pick they get for Russell Wilson is the, is the pick they shouldn't have made for Russell Wilson to, to block his ass. But I'm so happy. I loved it. Um, the fit's funky. I really hope he, uh, he develops, but I mean, if they, he's going to get thrown right in the fire at the run block, run blocking work. But I mean, show glimpses, right? It's such a better pick than Trevor Penning that, like, yes. I don't even care I, if he busts. No, I know, right? I mean, I care because I like Charles Cross. I, I love, I'm a Seahawks fan. I don't want him to bust, and I hope they don't fucking ruin him. But the Penning pick, I'm like, that He's, makes so much sense. Like, Yeah. He, he is so ready to be on an island pass protecting the NFL. Like, I feel like Drew Locke's not going to get hit from the left side. It's great. Hey, um, Malik Willis, maybe. I was also a little surprised the Jets took Wilson and, and oh, obviously the Dotson one. Uh, yeah, I, I I really thought they were going Jermaine Johnson there just because of the rumors. Fair enough. That's fair. And, uh, I mean, it all worked out in the end, so. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, the strange um, pick was obviously shocking. I loved it. So this one of my favorite fits. The Dotson one. Just, I know. I feel like no just, one's, we, aren't, we talked about it plenty, but that one, yeah. It was, in the, it was in the middle of the draft. So much was happening then, too. All the trades, like. They, they take Dotson, and then all of a sudden A.J. Green, or A.J. Brown's an eagle, so, like, it kind of just got, like, didn't get a lot of focus during the draft. Yeah, I was going to mention this one later, but let's mention it now because we're already getting ahead of our notes. Kenyon Green going one pick before Jahan Dotson. That one really surprised me. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that because, I don't know, I guess it, it, it I'm not sure how the league felt about Kenyon Green. I would never have expected him to go 15. Yeah, the Texans... Trade thirteen for fifteen one twenty four one twenty or one sixty two was sixty six like totally made sense for the Eagles to do that to get Jordan Davis, um, and I just felt like they could have moved back further mm-hmm. and got more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Kenny Green's. Uh, I had a first round grade. He's my last first round grade. I think he's pro ready. Can can step in at either guard spot for you. I think he's got Pro Bowl potential. Run grader, but it's just. It's a big need for, for 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 a team that like could have gone literally any direction. Yeah. After, after taking Derek Stingley, because exactly. they have so many needs, I I just didn't expect that one. Yeah, exactly. I, I really didn't, and I you know no no whiffs that all oh, the Texans were like like Kenny and Green blah blah blah. Um, the the positions in need, and I agree. I think they could have waited on them. Um. How about Kenny Pick? You want to do Kenny Pickett now? No. Um, I want, wait, shaking my head. I'm trying to go in order. Okay, yeah, shaking my head as Kenny Pickett underneath it. Uh, okay, Drake, my, my first one I wrote down for shaking my head, what, which pick left me shaking my head, Drake London. Me too. Uh, then Big Stinky. But, like, that made more sense. I don't because mind. the other tackles were gone. They didn't pass on no. Charles. I, I thought whoever took Penning was going to pass on Charles Cross me too. to take Penning, which didn't happen. You know, for, um, for the Saints, a team that developed off the line really well. You comment. You bring this big athletic freak in. The, the need is there. I had him like twentieth on my board. They took him nineteen. Uh, I think this is a great home for Penning. Uh, but I, I like. I don't mind this pick at all. I think. I think if it's going to work out for Trevor Penning in the NFL, this is a really good home for him. Think him and Chris Olave are going to hang out a lot. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Yeah. So the pick that really left me shaking my head was Kenny Pickett, because. I truly thought this was going to be Malik Willis. And I know, buddy. I know. I, th- I, I really thought if Willis was gone, it would be Ritter. I know, buddy. I n- at no point did I think it was really going to be Kenny Pickett. It was um, smoke all along. They're just staying home. Let like, it out. Let it out. 
I think at best, everything absolutely goes best case scenario. He's Andy Dalton, which I don't think you're winning a Super Bowl. I think more likely he's a Case Keenum type, a slightly taller Case Keenum. Um, like, I don't... I. I don't really think he beats out Mr. Trubisky. It's gonna be a fun. Uh, that's gonna be a fun camp battle to hear about every single day in July. Yeah, Mason Rudolph's gonna win the job. Oh, so no, don't, um, don't put that evil in the world. Like I just, I the thing that kills me the most is how often he's like referred to as this pro ready thing. When you watch him, he he can't even go through a full field read, and like he he's either first read or just start like running, which isn't gonna work in the NFL. He's, He's not a good enough a bunch. athlete. He can't actually run the ball, which was kind of like the thing that Malik Willis could have done at minimum. Yeah. Uh, and, and Desmond Ritter, I felt like, was just going to be the guy who was the safest bet to be able to like not look stupid playing in the NFL. With, with more upside than, than Pickett, too, probably. Yeah. Because like, at least Pickett, he's athletic. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm going to start wearing two gloves everywhere, but... Hey, you know he can play in the Pittsburgh weather with the small hands. Oh, like, I'm sorry, buddy. I hey. just don't see, like, I think, again, like, I don't even know if he'll be that bad just because this is the team that's got good foundation. It's, in theory, a good fit. Can, like, can, there's, I feel like the Steelers gonna... are building for mediocrity. Yeah, like, this This is, especially when you're seeing what Baltimore is doing in this draft or, or the Bengals. Obviously, they, they only have one pick, but it was a really good pick. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah, it doesn't feel like this is the quarterback to keep up with uh, the rest of the division. He, uh, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and he who shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Um, is it weird? Or, like, do the Steelers feel like they're the fan service team in the NFL now? <laughs> they're Spider Man No Way Home of the NFL. Like, they're just, all they do is to service the fans. Like, fuck, yeah. Let's get Najee Harris, the running back everyone loves. Let's get the, the hometown kid and Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett's from the great state of New Jersey. <laughs> That's, that should make New you Jersey. like it even more. His redeeming quality. <laughs> um, fuck, I thought Matt Rule was going to be the idiot who takes him, but instead, here, this is a transition. I feel like Pickett being home in Pittsburgh either means he's a Hall of Famer or a, or a complete plus, and there's nothing in between. <laughs> I feel like that's a good thing because that means they, yeah. if he's a complete bust, they're out on him sooner. They, they don't like toil with him for eight years. But but I sorry, let me let me rephrase this. If he's a Hall of Famer, he's an Eli Manning Hall of Famer. That's two rings, so who cares? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's gonna be upset. Um, I again, I don't think like any team completely fucking goofed this night. You know, like it. No, the Steelers did. The Steelers other than did. the Steelers, yeah. Like and the one team who took a quarterback. I well, think we knew is, we knew we were going to be upset, and it's only like, one of us. It, instant reaction. Just trying to find the team, who who made the worst decision. I think it's the Steelers taking Kenny Pickett, and, and, and after that, it's like me. Like even I can understand the Commanders taking Dotson yeah. sixteen. Yeah. I like Dotson. I I can understand uh, like Tyler Smith, the Cowboys. Like I think I, there's a path to me seeing that working out really well. Yeah. Um. And, and, like, Drake London, at least it's fun. I, yeah. Like, Falcons fans are probably, they think it's fun. Like, I don't think Kenny Pig is a fun pick. Like, if it was Malik Willis, like, I th- I would have called that a reach, too. But it would have been fun. You've this been isn't fun, fun for me. I'm not going to have fun watching fucking Kenny Pickett, man. He's playing at home, man. Come on, he knows Hines better than anyone. If I was a Pitt fan, do you think I'd be, like, really happy right now? I think like there's a lot of happy people and like Frank look how happy Franco Harris was, Rob. And doesn't doesn't just seeing Franco Harris be happy make you happy? Yeah, it does. I love Franco. You're right. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> KPA baby. Uh so for the why did they slide category, Kyle Hamilton, but we kinda knew it was position. Yeah, that was his range. I think like, you know, twelve and eleven to fourteen. Well. Yeah, exactly. It worked out it worked out very well. I mean God, the Ravens. I, I can't remember the last time we came away and like, oh, the Ravens didn't do well. Like, and, and I can't remember the last time we didn't come away and like, fuck the Ravens. I wish we were the Ravens fans. Like, oh, they always do so goddamn well. Jermaine Johnson falling was kind of strange, just because all the the hype early. Yeah, and then we saw reports like, oh, the media likes him more than the league does. But I feel like the media was only saying that because they thought the league liked him. Irregardless, I think he's like we both talked about. Very, 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 very worth the 26 pick. And the Jets yeah. came out with, like, gangbusters. Absolutely. Um, Devin Lloyd falling to the Jags. I like, yeah, we haven't we didn't talk too much about that move. I, I kind of like the Jags moving up for Devin Lloyd. 
I, I do too, and and I just thought a team cheap again move up. Yeah. A team would overdraft Devin Lloyd and take yeah. him like ten. Yeah. In, instead, he's the second linebacker off the board. They get him at twenty seven. A team that needs a linebacker needs needs more kind of defense or locker room voices. Yeah. Um, I think you've got building blocks now with him, uh, Josh Allen, Travon Walker. Like I think that's fun. It only cost um, him a fourth and a sixth. Yeah, like yeah, they didn't have to give up a whole a whole heap of stuff. The only argument against it is like they're just not doing anything for Trevor Lawrence. But the only interesting thing is why did they jump the Packers? Like that that seems kind of weird. But maybe well, that's... the Packers are going to get a second linebacker. <laughs> like I, the only thing is I don't see where he would have went. You know what I mean? Before their pick at thirty three. That's I think it's only, but they know better than I do, of course. Well, that that's not true, but. <laughs> uh... I think it was New England. Yeah, that makes sense. And then they like then their new Dante Hightower. Yeah, they didn't panic pick with Strange. They just like okay, well, this is our real pick. We were just gonna make make the league happy and take Devin Lloyd. But this are this is number one on our board, Cole Strange. Um, and and George Karloft is falling to thirty. Yeah, like we we had heard some stuff that he might fall a bit, and it worked out really well for the Chiefs, who who two slam dunks straight up for McDuffie stick for Kurloftis fuck for real just beautiful um I'm just kind of surprised he he fell right into their laps the Chiefs are just so fucking well run like like we talked about the receivers it was a flurry they're all gone including the ones on the trade market and Chiefs like no problem we're, we're coming away with with I, I think he's the second best corner in the class uh at least at worst the third at 21 and then we're coming back with a bona fide first round pick of an edge rusher, and we're building our defense up again. Like that's just so fucking smart. Um, surprised they picked them. I was kind of surprised. Like it makes sense, but I was kind of surprised when the the Eagles traded up for Jordan Davis. Yeah, and I mean trading up for an ideal is a little, but again, these trade ups didn't cost a lot of picks tonight. Yet. And, and and he he goes to a situation where they've got depth around the D line, so he's not going to be playing a ton of snaps. I like the fit a lot. I like the you fit bring, a lot. You can develop the pass rush slowly while playing him a ton on rundowns. Like he's going to look so good next to Javon yeah. Hargrave. It surprised me, but then when they made the trade, I'm like, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they, it it was a steal. I had Jordan Davis top ten on my board. Mm-hmm. I love Jordan Davis. He's a he's a game record. Cost a fourth clearly, and two fifths and whatever. Yeah. Between the way how he drafted and, and the fact that um, he 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 traded for uh, AJ Brown, it does make me think they think they're a true contender. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Which is interesting because that that means they they truly believe in Jalen Hurts. Which I mean, good. Like mm. you, like I I think that's fun at least. And and at the end of the day, all I want is fun. Because my team has Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I'm not having fun. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Another surprise they picked him, Quay Walker. I was surprised, but I yeah. think it's really fun. I mean, we were talks that Quay was going to be linebacker one. And then at first, I'm like, oh, this kind of sucks. But then the more I thought about it, I like it. They just have, like, long, twitchy players in their front seven. They can just do so many different things. And obviously, they, they go and get Devontae Wyatt at 28. So you get... Devontae White, you got Kenny Clark, you got Devondre Campbell, you got Quay Walker, you got Rashawn Gary, you got Preston Smith. Like, the idea of, like, I don't know, Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker yeah. both are, are so long and fluid and can play in space. They, they allow you to be so creative with your defense. I think it's a really fun fit. I think it's, like, a safe pick. I mean, I, I think, like, he might have been the highest floor linebacker. Um I think he's going to do great in, in Green Bay. And now I don't think it's getting the fans pumped up, especially when they double down with Devontae Wyatt, which I think is another really good pick. Um, but building that defense, that, that defense is going to be really good. That defense is going to be really good. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't mind it. Um, I'll throw in Lewis Seen, the last pick of the draft. That, that kind of surprised me for a little bit for the Vikings. I'm not saying it was a bad pick at all. I think it makes a lot of sense. My, my comp was Anthony Harris, coincidentally. Um, I thought it was just corner. I thought corner was going to be the pick. So so what I'm thinking is like they they were going DB and they just want best available DB, yeah. And I mean, and, and, and I think obviously like Harrison Smith's reach in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you you add a guy like Lewisine who can play a little bit of nickel for you too. Harrison Smith can too. Like they can yeah. do different things with those guys. I think Cam Bynum flashes a rookie too. Like you can do different things with your safeties to kind of move them around a little bit. I think they they definitely have to come back and get a corner on day two. Yeah. Because like it's still a big big need, 
Um, but I think Lewis Seen's going to fit right in there. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah, I threw Kenny Green here. We talked about him. So uh, I put Linderbaum here just because I, I hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> Me neither. No. It's just really fun. It is. It's great. Uh, speaking of fun, favorite fits uh, of guys we haven't talked about yet. I think Kyrie Elam, who we pegged to the Bills uh, on our mock last night. That's great. I love that so much. We, we talked ourselves into it last night. The Bills come. They, they actually trade up for him. Uh, jump, jump the Cowboys, which I thought was interesting. Maybe they were going Elam. Um, and the, the Tyler Smith was a panic pick. And I, I think that's just so so great. I think he's coming in, uh, plugging in opposite of Trey. And I, I think, like, look, you're trying to cover. It's, it's You know what I mean? They, they got a matchup against the Chiefs. The Chiefs lose Tyreek Hill. So they say, fuck it. Let's, you know, let's come in. And, you know, the, the he goes in the division, too. So they got to still stop him. So they bulk up at, at DB. I think DB was always the pick. Um, I think that's just just smart, and I think the fit is so great. Yeah, and I think if anyone's going to get the most of him, it's Sean McDermott. Exactly. He's going he's to be able to fix the grabbiness. I think yeah. it, it, it's really fun. Um, Hutchinson to, to the Lions was yeah, always going to be a good, good fit. Of course. I, I really like Stanley to the Texans. I'm not only glad it happened because it made me money, but I'm glad it happened because I think – like, it was just the Stanley and Thibodeau falling thing was getting so annoying, and I'm glad yeah. neither did. Yeah. Both end up top five. Stanley, like I said yesterday, Nick Casario comes from the Patriots. They always have a top-flight corner. Yeah. So it, it made a lot of sense that, that he did that. Um, Zion Johnson. That's the, the that's the one. That's the one. Absolutely, like, that's the one. They they obviously need an offensive lineman. They go get one of the safest, I, I think, most soon to be Pro Bowl players in the class. Feels Stick so much like taking with Sean Slater. Yeah, yeah. Like that's unbelievable. Um I oh Dax Hill to the Bengals like mm. we we had mocked just because he can play all around that secondary and be a Swiss Army knife in coverage and they just kind of their biggest thing now that they've addressed the offensive line is getting just a uh, more trustworthy cover guys. Yeah, and I mean the Play him at nickel, uh, you know, third safety, wherever. I think he's getting on the field very early in his career. Um, value pick of the night. I thought getting Icky Aquanu six overall was insane value for the Panthers. Number one player on my board. He threw I Evan Neal. Fuck this up. In there too. They got the mm-hmm. yeah. They they get the pick between either Evan Neal or Icky Aquanu. They take Icky, keep him in state. I think this is a really like whether Matt rules the guy or not. This is so good for Scott Fitter. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean. And I think it's so smart when they don't pick until what, like one hundred four again. Just say fuck it, maybe get the best player in the entire draft. Uh, huge need, yeah, it's definitely smart as hell. And you can say the same thing about Evan Neal. And even more impressively, they already got Thibodeau. Come back, get Evan Neal, who I think is the best player in the draft. I think it, it's Neal and, and Icky, and you can kind of go back and forth between who's the best player in the draft. Getting him at seven, like you said, getting Icky at six is is just so smart. Um, if you're going to see, you know, Dable and, and company, if you're going to see if Daniel Jones got it or not, he doesn't, uh, protect him. It's going to be really important. So getting Evan Neal, plug him at right tackle. He's got experience at right tackle. Uh, that, that's, that's perfect. Maybe the best defensive value of the night was the Chiefs moving up to get Trent McDuffie. Yeah. At 21. Yeah. DB being a need, they lose Honey Badger. You get a guy who can play nickel, a guy who can play outside. You can move him around physical run defender like just such a technician man coverage like that just such a money pick yeah big time i mean he's he's gonna remind a lot of people of honey badger that, that's for sure when when he steps on the field at arrowhead i mean again they did such a great job with george Koloftis too um they came away with a with a killer round one big biggest reaches i, I put trevon walker but like he is I but just, i don't i don't really care like whatever yeah but we'll come back. We'll talk about that in a second. Kenny Pickett, Tyler Smith. I just think we're just so clearly in a, in a draft that didn't have a ton. Dotson. Yeah, we hit a, we hit a lot of. I'll throw Dotson in there. Even um, Dotson is a top thirty two player. Yeah, I, th- I was a little lower on him. It's funny. I, I think neither of us think Cole Strange is that big of a reach, and that the fit is so great. Um, that's it. Not not. <clears throat> I mean, I, I thought the Seahawks would take something ridiculous. So I'm glad we're we're not talking about that right now. There wasn't too many. Like, I think, like, you know, a lot of our, both of our top 32 players went in the top 32 picks. Yeah, I was going to say, this is, uh, I think, one, two, three, four, five non-top 32 went for in, in the top 32 for That's me. pretty, for, for a draft, it's supposed to be crazy. Years, yeah, it's, it really is. Uh, let me think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have my. And, like, I had Quay Walker 34, so just outside. Mm-hmm. 
Kyrie Elam, my 39, Cole Strange, 41, Tyler Smith, 47, and uh, Kenny Pickett, 104. Yeah, I think I just have five, five too. Pickett, um, it's London, but that doesn't really count. Uh, Strange, of course, Lewis Seen. But again, like, the, you know, London was 35, Seen was 38, Cole Strange was 39 for me. Like, uh, Dotson, too. Like, they weren't too. far off. No, like, it was really, and like, I, those are also guys, like, uh, other than Strange. Yeah, like, who I, we thought were going I, the first round. I had just one guy outside of my top 50 go, and it was Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. He was outside my top 100, but whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I had Tyler Smith outside my top 50, too. I had Smith 54 and Pickett 56. Okay. So you actually thought, like, Pittsburgh got pretty good value in this KP uh, kid. No, they, they didn't. They didn't, Rob. I'm sorry. Uh, we already talked about all the trades. Yeah, we did. We did. So so let's let's just let's talk a little Siobhan Walker for a sec. Let's give the number one pick uh, his due before we get the best players still available and we'll get, get to bed. Um, what do you think of the Javon Walker thing? Does that mean Trent Balky's got all the power, which is not a good thing? I don't know. And then we heard the talks of, like, you know, they were unified in the pick. You know, Shaq Khan came in and gave the okay and blah, blah, blah. I don't think Trevon Walker is going to reach his potential in Jacksonville. Like, that's just not the place for good things to happen for football players. I don't I don't know. I think they should have taken Aiden Hutchinson and done the safe thing. But getting coming back and getting Devin Lloyd, who neither of us are as high on as, as a lot of people are, it makes me feel better about what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. I, I I think they're they're building a culture. Aiming. Yeah, I, I I just I think it helps. Like the fact they they have a pass rusher in Josh Allen who, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's quite been an all. Pro he's had his ups, but had player. ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, like everything's there. He's still only twenty four. He's made a Pro Bowl. He's a seventh overall pick. Like everything's there for him to be a, a premier pass rusher. Like I think that takes a lot of pressure off Travon Walker having yeah. to reach insane heights early on and, and it takes and pressure off just, josh allen too yeah and, and he can just be a uh like more of a um, the the elite run defender and, and you slowly bring him yeah. along as a pass rusher and it opens things up for caleb on it's gonna be fun um okay best player still available and then go to bed <laughs> You're going to bed? Come on, man. I am, I'm, I'm so tre- sleepy. I'm chewing off a uh, day two mock here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew Booth, I think, is my top guy. No, sorry, Nicobe Dean is my top guy. Nicobe so Dean. Nicobe Dean is my top guy. And just looking at the top of the second round, not totally sure where he goes. I think the Giants would be really cool. Come come to Seattle, Nicobe. Come to Seattle. That's all I'll say. Um, speaking of coming to Seattle, I got David. I had David Ojabo with a first round pick. Not surprised at all that he's not first round player, but I think he'll hear his name called in the first fifteen picks of the second round. And if not, uh, that's that's kind of scary for the knee. Um, Andrew Booth should be one of the top five, ten picks at worst uh, of the second round too, right? Uh, yeah. I, so uh, Dean and Booth are. Oh, the Vikings are, my... are sitting right there. They can come come back with with. with... That, that would be a really great move. There you go. That right. makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe they were worried that the the Bucks were more likely to take Booth, so they took Scene first. There you go. Who do you think Tampa go? Who do you think Tampa starts the night off of off with? Um, Logan Hall would make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good pick. Okay, we'll say Booth to the Vikings. Do the Titans get Desmond Ritter here at 35? Do they, sorry? Get Desmond Ritter at 35. That'd be sweet, but it doesn't help my bet, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> who, who else that'd be, is that that'd, the that'd be good. Well, Okay, so I got the, here, here's my top guys. Dean Booth, Brees Hall, Christian Watson, Travis Jones, Logan Hall, Sky Moore, Jalen Petrie, Kyler Gordon, David Ajabo, Arnold Ebiketti. Mm-hmm. Those are my guys left within my top 40. Um... Obviously, the more interesting thing is quarterback. Uh, do you do you like how far do you think Malik Willis falls? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't. I don't know that Willis doesn't scream Titans. So I don't think that's the home, and no one else. Up, I mean, the Texans. I don't see them doing this. I don't think they're waiting for next year. Willis can come to forty and be a Seattle Seahawk. That's all I'm saying. Would you be happy? Yeah, at forty, I'd be cool with it. I, I he's just so much fun, right? Like. I already know they're going to win too many games next year because they're scrappy and stupid to, to get one of the top quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with that 40. Um, ideally, I get, like, Ojabo and, and Willis. There's a lot of good players. They're going to get two really good players there, so I'm feeling pretty good. 
Or you, does it just make you feel better knowing it can't be Kenny Beckett? Yes, it does. It makes me feel a lot better. And it makes me feel a lot better that Charles Cross is already in the bag. I don't know what to do with myself. Jump, jump like, ship. I'm, I'm, yeah, it might be Desmond Ritter wherever he lands up. I just hope for him. I think you look good in the, the double Titan blue. Where, okay, let me ask you one more question. Where's where's the most fun fits for the the round two running backs of Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker? Um, I'm trying to think more realistic. Brees Hall to the Texans. Cause I was about he, to say that just, he would get so many touches. It'd be yeah, fantasy. That'd be very good. Um, uh, Kenneth Walker to the Falcons. That's fine. Same, okay, those are two good idea. ones. There you go. Two good ones. I like those two. Those are two good ones. Thank. Oh my God. Thank you. You're sharp at twelve thirty in the morning. Just on backs, you know me. I don't. I hate running backs in the first round, but I know them in the second. What was, what's God, the last? What, what, what was your last coffee of the day? What time? Uh, only eight thirty p.m. Mm. Mm. I can't believe you didn't brew one at about eleven. Yeah, I wish I did. Uh, the the Steelers taking any pick it really just made me hey, want to be dead. I'm I'm um, sorry, buddy. I I don't. Hey, know we'll redeem ourselves when we take. You should do a Steelers uh, mock tomorrow, just like fan service Steelers mock. Should I like really be a Pittsburgh guy? You you weren't already. Like really be like that's all I do. Oh, fifty two. It's Leo Chanel. That's the Steelers pick. Fuck off. Or Josh Paschal. You like that one? That feels Steelers. Uh, Jamari Mathis go. will be a Steeler eventually at some okay, point. Okay, I want. I do want that. Yeah. Just take another running back at fifty two. Brian Robinson, Brian Robinson, be a Steeler. Double Thanks. down to Bama, baby. I don't know what I want anymore. I hope Andrew Booth falls to fifty-two. That's the only way I'll feel okay. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs>